continue our post-game coverage from the Pensacola Bay Center after James Madison's Sunbelt Conference Tournament quarterfinal win. The one-seed Dukes take down the eight-seed Marshall Thundering Herd 62-43 as James Madison is on to the semifinal where they will face either the four-seed Troy or the five-seed Old Dominion on Sunday at 12.30 Eastern time. I'm Corey Spector, now joined by James Madison assistant coach Lexi Barrier. Oh, well, first of all, Lex, welcome to the broadcast. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? Doing all right. Doing well. Uh, all right. So it just seemed different from your team today. Coming out, scored a bunch of points early. What did you, you notice about your team early on? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing was their eyes. I mean, from the time that we woke up this morning and, you know, we were doing walkthrough, going through some things, um, some final touches, they they just had this look about them, this energy from the time they woke up. And it was just something told me, you know, that we were coming ready to play today. Even though it was an early wake-up? Even though it was an early wake-up, yes, which I'll be honest, surprised me at the time, yeah. right? Not that they were ready to play, but that it was so early and they were ready to go way before the game, so. Yeah, makes sense. You know, what was it about this team? You mentioned their eyes, but you know, last week was tough, right? You come out on senior day, you want to play well in front of your parents, your families, your friends, and, and obviously you didn't have your, your best performance that day. What, what was the mentality of this team coming off that loss? Was it... All right, let's just put it in the background, or did they use it as fuel to get ready for this one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they definitely used it as fuel. Um, I think senior night, you know, the last game we played was very emotional. Um, we had a lot of roller coasters, and um, I think people struggle with that. We didn't have the same pep in our step, the same bounce, but today I think they used that um, just along with our split and just tournament time, you know. Like, we, we've had to really hone in on the fact that it's time to come or it's time to go home. Um, and so I think they took every single piece of that and used it to their advantage today. It was interesting because you win the game by 19 today, and yet your top scorer is Kiki with only 12. Yeah. You had four players with six points. You had a player with 10 in Jamia, player with 11 in Sushi, and then Kiki with 12. Like It just seems like a, a, a representation of what this team is all about. You have a bunch of pieces, and when all of them show up, you don't need someone to score 25 in order to win. Yes, absolutely. Um, they really took the we over me, um, that whole saying. They took that. They did that themselves. You know, we didn't even talk about that, but – when they embrace that, that's when we're at our best. And it was just like today it didn't matter who it was, who was scoring. Um, they just were really locked in on defense and trying to get the job done. And at the end of the day, the mission was the most important goal. So I was pretty proud of them for, you know, using that. And I think it showed, you know, we had 13 assists, you know, uh, 10 turnovers, and it showed on the yeah, court. No doubt. Lexi Barrier's with us on our postgame show after James Madison's 62-43 to win over Marshall. The Dukes move on to the semifinal in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. So their top two players, Rose Scott, Abby Beeman, they only shoot 9 of 29 from the floor. This Marshall team only scores 19 points in the second half. Why? What, what was so good about your defense today? Honestly, I think, um, you know, we took a slightly different approach um, to our defense today, and it was really to just take away everybody's strength. So minimize the amount of shots they feel comfortable taking. And I think that our girls did a really good job of that, you know being there on the catch, um, having a high hand on all their shot, hand in the face. You know, if they're going to get to the rim, it's going to be a contested shot, not an open layup. So um, they really took that to head, and I think, you know, that was the biggest key for, for the percentages. Jamia just joined us, and I said to her, she's oftentimes taken a backseat yeah. with this team, with Peyton scoring, with Kiki scoring, with Susha scoring. When she comes out today, she puts up 10 points, and she shows what she's capable of doing, shooting the ball on the offensive end. Like, what makes you most proud of a coach of her? Oh, my gosh. Um, what I'm most proud of is I see the work that she puts in all the time. She's a gym rat. She's always in there. And I think you do see that, right? She is usually taking a back seat to Kiki and Peyton. But today it was just like 
she had this look where she wasn't going to let anything mess with her. You know, sometimes our kids can get a little bit, um, you know, down on themselves if they miss a shot or two. And it was just today she didn't let anything face her. And I told her that after the game, I was so proud of her for that because that's when she's at her best, whenever it's just level-headed and I'm going to keep going no matter what. So she kept the punches rolling, and um, I was proud for that. All right, for you individually, I'm sure this has been – a weird round three against this team. Obviously, you were an assistant coach with Marshall uh, last year. So, like, what are the emotions for you going up against the team that you were with? You, you kind of forget about that whole experience. You, you, you relish it. Like, how does that all kind of go through your mind? I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I mean, it was a lot of emotions going through. It was up and down. You know, it, it felt um, personal at times, I would say. But... I really try to just set all of that on the back burner and just try to take it to, you know, the approach that we do every single game. But, yeah, I mean, it, it felt good. It was like I, I've told them before, you know, I'm kind of tired of playing you guys because I, <laughs> I know so many of you. You know, I coach so many of you. I know the, the staff and everything, and it's just like we had a great bond. But, yeah, I mean, I'm tired of playing them. But it was fun, though. It was really a fun atmosphere. I think the girls and the staff, like, we were very competitive. But in a friendly way. Yeah, I, I haven't asked you this even off to the side because I knew there was always the chance that you'd play them again. Yeah. Now you're done with Marshall. And, and look, this is a team that only returns like 12% of its scoring from a year ago. And so I, I just wonder for you as an assistant, when you're scouting them, over those three games that you've had this season, like how much of what they do was really similar to what you coached for them last season and how much of it was completely different because of a lot of different personnel? Yeah, I mean, the personnel change is different. You know, they had, I believe it was like eight new kids come in um, or something like that. But um, a lot of what they do is very similar. You know, it's always like a, a ball screen heavy offense. Um, definitely want to look to push and transition. Um, very guard heavy, you know, really try to shoot the ball well and stuff. So a lot of that was very similar. But, um, you know, there was a lot that's different, too, because you have two new kids that come in and they're really good scoring. You know, they kind of run the show for them a little bit. And it's like what's the best way to get them the ball, you know, and it's set up a lot differently than how it was last year with our personnel. So, um, you know, they did a lot of good stuff. Um, they changed what they needed to change, I thought, for them to be pretty successful. So it was it was fun trying to, like, relearn them. Yeah. All right, so as coaches, how do you handle the next 48 hours? You, obviously, you don't know who you're going to have yet. You'll find out in about two and a half hours who that's going to be. How do you handle the scout over the next two days? Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, we're definitely going to sit and watch live, you know, take our notes. Um, we'll go back. We'll meet as a staff. And then, honestly, we'll just kind of regroup multiple times until we come to a, you know, a firm decision and feel really good about our game plan. And then we'll, we'll fill our girls in, man, and we'll do the best we can do with the mental space um, and taking in what needs to be done instead of, you know, trying to overload information and stuff like that. So that's usually how we approach it. But at the end of the day, we try to make sure that we're just being us and uh, keep that mindset and that confidence rolling. What's the ice cream situation today? That's a great question. How do you um, not know the answer? You know, because we haven't talked about it yet. Mm, okay. <laughs> but I know the girls are going to want some ice cream, and um, I guess we're going to have to find a spot around here to, yeah. to get some. I was going to say, I, I would think ice cream today because you have 48 hours until the next game, so it's okay to have the ice cream in yeah. your stomach going yeah. into tomorrow. I'd okay. say they'll let them have some ice cream, some sort of um, sweet. Okay, we'll <laughs> find out. Hey, Lexi, appreciate you doing this. Thanks so much. Congrats yeah. on the win. Thank you, Corey.